Thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. Our next guest is Business Development Manager at a research and development firm focused on the study of water-soluble cannabinoids for a variety of end-use applications and consumer products. That product line, the company is Trait Biosciences, and one of their products is Trait Distilled, a revolutionary revolutionary advancement, excuse me, insoluble cannabinoid science that is unlocking the full potential of popular compounds such as CBD and CPGs. I'm here with Mike Tabor. Mike, thanks for being on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Love your podcast. I appreciate it. A few things I want to go and just bring about when it comes to water-soluble cannabinoids and that what the company's doing, I want to take back a story that goes back a few years back from Cannabis Business Times. Okay. And Trait Distill was involved more than two years of research, 45 scientists, and this is all based in the company's facility, Los Alamos, New Mexico. And you now have a form of a clear liquid and powder that can instantly dissolve in water for the development of cannabinoid-infused beverages, edibles, nutraceuticals, health, and wellness products. So that was four years ago. What can you tell me now about what Trade Distilled is all about and what right now, how that technology has worked out in terms of edibles, consumables across the board, and what, uh, how well it has stood the test of time? Uh, yeah, it's so um, a lot of people are really unfamiliar with trade. We are, like you said, we're a, a science research and development firm. Um, so there are some articles like that discussing trade that go back several years. Um, anytime you're bringing a new approach, a new science like this to market, um, you know, there's a lot of hurdles to cross, a lot of things to perfect, especially when scaling. Um so our scientists have been working away for, you know, six years or so, seven, possibly, um, perfecting the science, perfecting the production, um, and then scaling. So the, the process we're in right now is scaling. Um, we are knocking on the door of commercial availability at the moment. Uh, it's going to be available within the next few months. We have been sending out samples with great feedback from people. Um, but as far as what we're going to do, uh, we're taking a different approach. Most of the industry relies on uh, oils that are mixed with emulsifiers or surfactants. Um, consumers typically know it as a nano CBD, things like that. What we're doing is a fermented and distilled cannabinoid. So it's uh, it's a very interesting process. It definitely is. Now, we've heard about various methods of solvent-based extraction methods, ethanol, hydrocarbon, you know, burnt hash oil, CO2 extraction, all the different areas to go and do that. What is it you could tell me about in terms of what your process is with Trade Distilled? Okay. So with Trade Distilled, we take uh, the isolated cannabinoids. Um, so for our CBD product, we start with a highly purified CBD distillate, um, where most people are taking those, like I said, mixing them with emulsifiers, surfactants, and then spray drying to perform or produce a soluble powder. Our process is we are feeding cannabinoids. So in this case, CBD plus glucose to a specialized yeast. And it's, it's, you know, in layman's terms, very similar to the way alcohol is brewed. So the yeast is consuming them. The byproduct is uh, a new molecule. 
And what we're doing is we're bonding through the use of the yeast, we're bonding glucose molecules to the CBD. It produces what's called a glycosylated, glycosylated CBD. Um, the result of that is something that's, you know, incredibly soluble. It's a, a crystalline powder. Best way to describe it is dissolves in water, similar to sugar and water, uh, produces a completely clear, completely dissolved um, additive. Right. Now, a while back, you actually, last month, you actually spoke with BeverageDynamics.com. And they asked about how there's been a lot of improvements dramatically over all your soluble cannabinoid products. And they wanted to know what your thoughts were on the state of the cannabis beverage market and the future of cannabis drinks. And you told them that, you know, the biggest issue with cannabis beverages, quote, from a consumer perspective, is that a lot of these beverages tend to be cloudy. That's why their packaging tends to be opaque. When you're looking to purchase a product, the visual appeal goes a long way. And that's why you're making a truly soluble product that's crystal clear. So, what is the reason that you're seeing that the cloudiness is happening in some of these bottles and some of the products they have and how much it might be a deterrent instead of a leverage for a customer to go and pick up that bottle? Right. So, you know, as far as any of these cannabinoid infused CPGs, uh, con consumer perception is key. Um, the cloudiness that other products produce is just inherent to what the product is with their product. Um, they state that it's a soluble, but it technically really isn't. It's more of a suspension. So when you see that cloudiness, that's actually light refracting off the particles that are just essentially floating in the beverage. Um, ours dissolves in there. You cannot see it. It doesn't separate out. So, um, from a beverage standpoint, yes, you know, a lot of these companies that are producing them now use opaque packaging, you know, labels you can't see through because um you know they're they're trying to produce a product that the consumer will want without looking at it and saying oh i don't want to drink a you know a cloudy beverage this is the form factor people want you know the infused cpgs and a traditional form factor that they know and trust in that same article you also mentioned about there's a younger audience now looking for alcohol alternatives and we've been seeing that a lot right now where I'm seeing a lot of reports talking about that there are more Gen Zs and millennials drinking less alcohol than before, and they're looking to find other products. So, I mean, how many liquid alternatives are there? Now, traditionally, cannabis is smoked, but smoking is not socially acceptable as it once was. So, beverages is the other way to consume. And the mainstream applications are huge, and creating an alcohol alternative is huge. We're seeing a lot of mocktails now containing cannabis beverages. So, when you look at what's going on with cannabis consumables and beverages, especially edibles as well, more than anything else. Instead of smoking, the younger crowds e is consuming edibles. And instead of drinking alcohol, they're drinking more cannabis-infused mocktails, as you said. So when you look at that change of the climate, the change of the demographics, do you see that's where we're needing to go and make more products that are going to be much more appealing? And do you see that just being an overall thing where the days of alcohol and even sometimes flour not, might not be as desirable as once was. Yeah, I think, I think that's kind of what we're on the, the cusp of here. A lot of people really, you know, smoking less and less socially acceptable, um, you know, vaping it out in public, all the different means that people use to consume cannabis. 
um, you know, don't necessarily integrate into someone's daily life to where they can make it something that they rely on. Um, it's it's not a you know step outside of their comfort zone to be able to reap the benefits of of consuming cannabinoids. So uh, alcohol, you know, a lot of people. If you look at uh, the result of a, a cannabinoid infused beverage, mocktail, you know, wine. There's some wines now. Um, the lack of hangover, the lack of you know the feeling that you get from drinking too much. You know, most cannabis users know that's not an issue with with this substance. So you can get the the outlet. I think it's human nature. Everybody needs an outlet. Um, if you can get that outlet in a way that that easily integrates into your daily life, um, whether it's through a functional beverage or an edible or something along those lines, um, that's, I think, the key to mainstream adaptation. In the stats that I look at right now for the Gen Z customers, consumers, they're looking for low and alcohol. Well, there's a study they talk about that they were the fastest growing demographic of non-alcoholic drinks consumers and wellness motivations, avoiding hangovers, long-term health effects were common reasons as the widest just had to go for non-alcohol alternatives. And they typically did so for those reasons. And the generation is starting to grow and gain a larger influence. That's part of what's going on. Like there's, you know, you're seeing that spirits are still the largest alcohol supplement for Gen Z, but 7.6% drop among alcohol sales in that respect. So not only do you want to have it where the perception of alcohol being not healthy, you also bring up the point of consumer perception clouding this was clear that it's about the form factor quote, normal products are clear liquid, clear to liquids and clear bottles. Cannabis has been murky and milky. That's a deterrent for people. So for people that are looking to say, okay, well, does that take away from the taste? Does it take away from the experience of consumables that use trait biosciences trait distilled technology or what would you say to those people that that realize if they need to make something that's much more clear much more viable and realize that that you might have a younger audience that will consume that product they see something that looks much more healthy looking right uh you know as far as that goes um i always like to use the example of the couple couple of wine uh companies out there that are producing CBD infused wines. Uh, if you look at them, the bottles are frosted, uh, you know, wine bottle, they generally, it's, it's a, a lot of glass to cover up with a label. So they're using say frosted glass to hide the fact that what's inside of there is cloudy and turbid. So it doesn't stop at the bottle. You may get them at the, you know, the point of purchase by hiding it that way. But when they get home, they pour their wine into a glass and see that they have a turbid glass of wine in there. It's, it's really unappealing. So beyond producing uh, a product that the consumer will want initially, the impulse purchase, if it's that, um, you know, repeat business is essential. If the customer doesn't come back, what good is your product? And so if you have, you know, something that's off-putting and, and, you know, even the most minuscule form factor, um, you know, that's going to make consumers look elsewhere. Wonderful. Let's go ahead and take care of that. Then let's go ahead and direct people to the website, traitbio.com, T-R-A-I-T bio.com. And there you get to go look at the, the innovations with Trait Distilled and a lot of the things. So 
for those that want to go ahead and work with you, you obviously there's a lot when it comes to you have a large lab, 30,000 square foot open concept, and you're working in areas of microbiology, genetics, biochemistry, chemistry, advanced analytical testing. You also have a greenhouse with sophisticated research capability. So you're doing a lot of work over here across the board. And for those that want to go and reach out to your team and they go to the website and they want to get themselves talking to you about using your trait distilled technology, when they go to the website, what should they do? All right. Just uh, simply give us a call, contact us through the company email. Um, you can also email me directly. Uh, it's mtabor at traitbio.com. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in discussions with a lot of different companies right now about bringing this to market, adding it to their products. And so uh, anyone that's interested in improving their product can, can reach out. And between myself and our scientific staff, we can help enable them into putting this into use. Fantastic. Again, with Business Development Manager of Trait Biosciences, traitbio.com, T-R-A-I-T, bio.com, here with Mike Tabor. Mike, thanks for making it on. Yeah, thank you very much. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.